Hey, girl. Hey, hey. Well, we uh, have another episode and different mics. I think it sounds better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, somebody that listens to this told me, they're like, why does your buddy say, uh-huh, all the time? I'm like, I don't even notice he does. But when, just, you, when you just said it right there, yeah. maybe you do say it all the time. I just don't know what to say. It's just like a go-to. It's part of my personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, um, if you're enjoying listening to this, tell somebody about it. I got to tell you that every time, but spread the word. Get people to listen. Yeah, dude. We're wild and crazy guys. Yeah, we, we say are. shit that is inappropriate for the sane-minded individuals. Sometimes so. we do. Um, this episode specifically, we, we had a good friend of ours on, been a friend for many of years. He's also my brother-in-law. And we want you to play a game called find the fart. Yeah. There's some, a fart hidden somewhere in the podcast. Somewhere in this episode, you're going to hear it. And it didn't come from me nor Kevin. <laughs> so I'll let you guess who it came from. But yeah, um, had him come on and we just kind of sat around bullshitted, had a couple drinks and it was, it was fun. Yeah. So follow our Instagram at mission prep podcast like subscribe all that good stuff on all uh podcast platforms and yeah all right all right then well well i guess we could say who the guest is and all that good stuff <laughs> our guest <laughs> our guest is benito vargas also known as benny benites the benites the neats <laughs> known as many things but yeah, he is a longtime friend of both me and Kevin. He's my brother-in-law. He's a funny man. We didn't. He didn't laugh because we were, we weren't funny. I know we weren't that funny. I mean, there was a couple funny moments. We're funny when we're not being recorded. The, yeah, we're getting better at that. But one of these days, we'll have him back on. You guys are gonna have to hear the n- notorious Benito yeah, laugh. We'll, we'll just get drunk. Yeah, he's got go. he's got a good laugh. It's kind of world renowned. But yeah, so anyways, we hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will see you later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Or hello, I guess. Hey, Luz. <laughs> <laughs> What are we going to talk about? Um, I don't know. Start to, It's already recording. We, we're live. Oh, are we? Yes, we are. Oh, look at that. So, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've, you don't even listen to podcasts, do you? No. <laughs> well, you listen to what? You said one episode of this? One and a half. That's Kind of sped through the one... I listened to the entirety of the one from the musician guy, the Dead Desire guy. Moroni. Yeah. Yeah. And then I listened about maybe half of Jacob's. Mostly I sped through the end because I really wanted to hear you guys talk about aliens. Oh. That's what you guys were talking <laughs> Dude, about. Dude, we've been wanting to talk about that and we always forget. Aliens? Me, like with John when he was on on Wednesday. Like me and John like talk about aliens and the meaning of life all the fucking time. So it's been a great time to talk about it, but we didn't. Well, we got, we got into like conspiracy theories and stuff a little bit with him. Yeah. And I thought it was going to go down that path, the aliens, but it didn't. But no, it's like Kevin said on one in the past, he said, 
it's fun to get people's different people's perspective on what they think about aliens if they're real or not real or yeah i think they're totally real yeah i mean the what the book of gilgamesh or whatever the what was what's that called uh the one the book of gilgamesh i'm a fucking retard i'm already been drinking uh i'm not gonna deny that gilgamesh wrote uh was it the odyssey is that what it's called odyssey you were asking the, like the iliad and the odyssey dude? yes wasn't that what's his name that one guy that was Gilgamesh. Was that Gilgamesh? It was like pull out the phone. What's it called? I'm gonna Google it right now. What's it called? <laughs> what book did or what book did Gilgamesh write? Which story? Sorry. Gilgamesh. It's the Odyssey, isn't it? Books. Let's see. <clears throat> I thought that was that Homer dude. No. So Homer's he, the Odyssey. Homer's the Odyssey. It says the Epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah. Written by. Um. It doesn't say. Fuck me, dude. Like, anyway, that predates like Old Testament like a thousand years, and they talked about the same shit that's repeated in every religion. You know, like the Anki or whatever that came down, and like you know, have you ever heard of the, um, um, the Brotherhood of the Snake? No. The people that believe that and there was Adam and Eve, which were constructed by. Prometheus. Prometheus is the engineer who made us. And Prometheus essentially is the devil because he was the one that was cast down by the other aliens who basically had, you know, they were saying not to interfere with life. And he wanted to give us knowledge or make us and then give us knowledge. So I think that's how it goes. Like Prometheus ends up being like the devil. They cast him out of Earth. But um, the brother of the snake believes that essentially a being was trying to give us knowledge and not, to not eat the fruit was to not be um, educated and into the, the way of um, like science. That was weird. Um, the way things really work. And so it's weird. We think about like good versus evil. And it's not really good versus evil. It's just, it could just be two alien or one alien species having a disagreement about on what to do is it the prime directive or do we want to give them knowledge and know how, right? So that's what I find really interesting about that is that religion is just a bunch of idiots make like making things out to be what they don't know how to explain, make it more like, cause they will not, they don't know how to explain the grandiose things we saw. Like angels came from the heavens. They appeared into the sky. There was a war in the sky, you know, and they, they made us in their image. Like we were engineered, you know, our DNA. We're the only species with the genes for speech. And the way our vocal patterns not matches our brain and all this other shit. Like, it's really weird, dude. What do you think about that, Benito? Well. <laughs> well, do I believe there's aliens? Not like green looking people, you know? Like actual just other, some sort of being out there? Yeah. I think it would be pretty small minded to think. If there is, there is, do you think they've been here? That they've been here? Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, probably. I heard on another podcast recently, somebody explained it, and it was, I liked what they had to say about it. It was like how we, as a species, say we find anything else, like apes or ants, colonies of ants, and we study them, and we are so far ahead of them with our brain, and but we study them. And, like, think of an ant. They probably have no idea what we are. We 
come in and study them. So if aliens are like that far advanced from us, why wouldn't they do the same to us? Like they might be checking in on what we're doing here. It's like, that yeah. makes sense. There, there was a tribe. <clears throat> they uh, went back and took footage of this tribe in like the 60s or 70s. In World War II, we needed this little hub and this old little, this little island. We used it as a hub for landing planes and for, I think, they're refueling or taking breaks. And when it went back to footage of this tribe, this was 30 years later, they, like, carved out, like, we'd see the Aztec lines, right? Or the, the Nazca lines. They, like, carved out, like, a runway, and they made a makeshift airplane out of fucking, like, the timber they had there. And were, like, praising and like, worshiping, like, these were gods from the sky. I thought we were fucking gods. It was just Americans landing on this fucking little island halfway between. Was that the same island where they, like, uh, shot up a dude's plane with arrows? No, you know what I'm, no, ta- you know what no, I'm talking about? No, different. Okay. Completely different. Th- these guys just, actually, were not hostile at all. But they watched us land for a good period of time and take off and stuff. Uh, so imagine, see, we're, we're more desensitized to all that shit. Like... So imagine being people and seeing guys come down from the sky and having wars and stuff. And you're like, they are gods. And what if they really did give you knowledge? Prometheus, Prometheus gave knowledge to the humans of how to make fire. Right. And that's the story in Prometheus. Right. So like he gives them that knowledge and you're like, he is a God. He knows how to make fire. He taught us how to do this. He taught us how to hunt. Right. Um, and so you would see that as a God. It's all, he's all knowing and benevolent. Because he likes being in a position of power, right? Like, and next thing you're writing books on it, but and that's just because you can be taught by someone, educated on how people function. You know, it's easy for them to study us when they're that far ahead of us. You know, and it's not out of the question because I could it, maybe it's literally just us 300 years from now, or imagine us 3,000 years from now, the way we're going if we don't kill ourselves. Um, we could be so fucking ridiculously far advanced, like shit we can't comp- you know comprehend now. That maybe it's just us and we're time travelers going back and, you know, some guys were like zealots going back and like teaching our old selves how to, I don't know. It's weird though. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> no. I can't, uh, I can't form a proper sentence right now. This shit's strong. We'll let you guys on in on a little something. This is the first podcast where we're drinking like actual liquor <laughs> and not just a beer. <laughs> but So it's going to get a little weird. Yeah. It's already weird for me. <clears throat> no, so weird ta- animal noises. <laughs> talking about aliens and stuff just made me think of Star Wars and all that stuff and the Mandalorian. Did you hear that people are trying to cancel Baby Yoda? Yeah, for eating the stupid eggs. It is so a, a fictional character <laughs> in something that is not real at all, and they're comparing it to like a genocide. Yeah, and that that's just the whole outrage culture that's what? going on. It's stupid. I, I saw this article about it this morning, and. It's this outrage culture. It's like you t- sometimes you take shit a little too far and maybe yeah. canceling baby fucking Yoda. Get off social media and go get a physical fucking job <laughs> and then forget all about your little bullshit problems. It's, it's, who would cancel baby Yoda? Fucking assholes. It's baby Yoda. No, I know. But yeah, it's because the episode, I think it was last week where he ate the eggs. Yeah. They're saying he was committing genocide or some shit and it's like, it's, just, it's fictional. Uh, yeah, so stupid. Uh, cancel John Favreau. <laughs> And was it Bryce Dallas Howard? Isn't she the one who directed that one? I think so. Or no, no, she was in. A, she directed the third one. I only directed that one. But it's it's just stupid. Like I don't know. It's a fictional character. People don't have better things to do. It's horseshit. Get outside of people. Go fucking <clears throat> do things. Some people do go a little bit too far. And there are things in life to be offended by. Like sometimes it's valid, but 
Like Kevin's mustache. Like Kevin's mustache twist, twisting. It's twisting. The twisting. It's, very it's, like a, it's, it's like a fidget spinner, I said. I just can't <laughs> help. Like, it has nothing to do with me wanting to twist it. It's just like... It's like when your goatee starts growing. Not your goatee, but your beard grows out and that area of your beard grows out and you like, can't help but do this. But when I shaved everything else, it's like, well, I can't do that. So now it's like, ooh, let me you, grab onto this shit. You should just shave everything but the soul patch. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Go get back to the 90s, bass, dude. Get a rock bass guitar. It. Rock a do soul it. patch. Make like a solo go bass buy, album. Go buy a tr- Chevy Trailblazer. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. No, not, not Chevy Trailblazer. Uh, the Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Jimmy. The GMC. Yeah. Get some camels. There you go. Smoke, smoke camels. Smoke with your kids in the car. Yeah. Like they did yeah. back when we were kids. Keystone light right there in the center console. And then you got to get a really thin chin strap. Yeah. That's, ta- oh. That's what killed it. Like, that's, oh, like, that's what I don't like about sometimes. I don't like when they incorporate fads in the movies. Like Gladiator is a great movie, but they give Russell Crowe the chin strap. Because it was cool right around 2000. But they did. I never thought it was cool, but they gave it to him. And I was like, man, that's such a good movie. And you fucked his beard up. <laughs> like, no one was, no one did their fucking shit like that back It's like then. a time capsule of that, that time. Yeah. Like, I saw that meme, like, it was like a picture of inside of a cheese grater. And it was like every rap video in the late 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all reflective and yeah. Puff Daddy. Puff yeah. Daddy. Who did, who did something like, like Missy Elliott did a movie? I think that was like a thing back then. Yeah, Nas, no, yeah. no Maze. I think Maze did a video like that too. So, for those of you listening, our guest here, Benito, which we'll introduce him in the intro. He's been a friend of both Kevin and I's for a long time, a couple decades almost. Um, Seventh grade is when I met. Seventeen him. years. Yeah, and I ended up marrying his sister, which he was a. Big fan of in the beginning. <laughs> Had some issues. He made babies with your sister. Man. I know. I did. I, I know. I, I see him. <laughs> but no, definitely in the beginning, he wasn't a fan. I don't think anybody likes when their best friends boinking their sister. <laughs> <laughs> boinking. <laughs> but no. So yeah, we've known Benito for a long, long time. And yeah, so here he is. Now, Benito is a, you're a lead mechanic, correct? I'm the lead mechanic in my shop, yes. Yeah. And that's at Sunrock? Yes. Works on some heavy-duty diesel. On on concrete, gravel trucks, equipment, asphalt stuff. Well, not so much asphalt stuff yet, but I'm going to probably get into that pretty soon, I feel like. Yeah. Unfortunately. But no, like, you know, we've, yeah. most of our episodes, we've, kind of brought people on and like highlighted who they are what they do me and kevin were talking about we don't have to do that every episode we can bring our friends in and have a hang and just sit here and record the stupid bullshit we always bullshit about right because we definitely are sitting here without clothes on well i mean yeah that's the norm we've done that with all of our guests though but (laughs) no but no but we i mean our, our group of guys we have some pretty eccentric friends and we're all idiots and Somebody probably would find entertaining sitting around to listen to the shit we talk about. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we're like a weird hybrid group of people. We are. Like, we all don't look our age. We don't act our age. Oh, definitely not. We're not bros, but we're also not the guys who take themselves too seriously. They're like, want to be 50 when they're 30, mm-hmm. 32, whatever. You know, we're like just, uh, yeah, I'm say a hybrid. We're, we're pretty much the best guys you'll ever know. That's. I think a fact. 
Yeah. It's proven. We accept everybody in our group, but not without hazing. Well, gotta haze. Well, well, I, have to. I, think, to. I think that's important for friends to. to give each other shit and to be able to take it. Oh, yeah. You gotta take it. Got to. But, yeah. no, yeah, so we've, we've talked about bringing on our friends here and there and just, like, we brought you in today and just sit around and bullshit and record it and people are either going to find it entertaining or not, but... I feel like the hazing's a very important part of it. You got to break them down. Yeah. You got to break them down and build them back up. Because you just... You got to find out what their limits are. Yeah. Truly. You can make professional friends. Like, hey, man, how's it going? All right. How are the kids? But you'll never really know that guy because I'll never really see him at his worst. You got to make him go to his worst. You got to <laughs> exactly. force him into it. Exactly. You just get like, like, oh, man, he immediately got mad. He takes himself too seriously. Or his ego is fragile. Like, if you get to someone that quickly, you just learn a lot about them. Even if you want to like them, it makes it even easier. Like, all right, we can be friends, but you got you to gotta, you gotta toughen up, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, it goes back to the whole being offended thing. Like, if your buddies are flipping your shit and you get pissed off about it, it's like, there's more important things to be pissed off about. Yeah. You can't win wars if you're offended by fucking everything someone says to you. Yeah. But there is a timing to it. You can't come off to somebody brand new. No. And be like, I'm going to fuck your sister. (laughs) (laughs) You, You have to... Your you, dog, I'm shooting it right now. Yeah. No, you have to like warm up to them because it lets them let their guard down a little bit. Just and then you bit. attack. And then you go in for yeah. the kill. It's like, oh, what was your last job? Oh, I got fired because, you know, my girlfriend broke up with me because she's cheating on me with my boss. Like, oh, that sucks. The next time you see him, you use that as like ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta you let him in your circle first and you start breaking his ass down. Oh, you gotta break him down. But I think that's why our group of guys that we've hung out with since high school or earlier everybody is pretty witty and pretty good at busting each other's balls so we can all take it we can all dish it out and mm-hmm. i think that's why we've all kind of stuck together we all have similar personalities mm-hmm. i mean some are you know we're all different in our own ways but yeah you gotta have individuality mm-hmm. you have yeah, some of us twirl our mustaches and yep some twirl the mustache mm-hmm. some some grow maxi stashes some you know, sleep with their friends' sisters. Some do that. Shit happens. Things get weird. <clears throat> but yeah, so so life goals. We're all gonna get on steroids and start working out. Well, yeah. Well, duh. Duh. Yeah. What else would there be? You know. It's like, what's the meaning of life? Get on a little TRT. Maybe go get some of the supplements from across the border. To really juice yourself up. The stuff that's made in like someone's bathtub. Like, yeah, that's when you know it's good. Yeah, bathtubs in Brazil man. really work. Yeah, steroids and Viagra. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down. John Jones over here. Can you imagine that? Storm pumping Viagra. out, pumping out some reps. A huge raging boat. I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't say huge for me, but, you know, a little poker. I could see how it's empowering. <laughs> like, maybe, like, in your own garage where you have, like, a mirror. You'd probably pass out. Dude, I, mean, I need... Yeah. I was going to say, I need to... All that blood trying to flow to, like, yeah. your muscles and then keeping that thing up, you know? Probably pass out. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be very good. I don't know. I am afraid to open this sparkling water. It'll it's be like, like a rock right now. It's been sitting out here been cold but it's weird because i've always been like a proponent proponent of like 
you know, not using like doing, I like, I'm like a fundamentalist when it comes to like working out, like use a whiteboard or a chalkboard, you know, not like waterfly and all that bullshit and no mirrors, but I kind of want a mirror. You got to have a mirror. Yeah. Just because it's like, it's weird. Not like, I don't think highly of myself either. It's just to like, I want to see progress. And I'm not, I'm not big on taking pictures, especially of myself. I think it's weird. But I just, I don't know. Maybe kind of neat. I just maybe go back to that, like having a mirror for a while, like look at yourself and everyone's like, all right, cool. I mean, for you, you, you know, you probably look good for you. Like if I had a mirror, I'd be like, I'm working my ass off here and I still got this huge gut. It's no, not looking see, sexy. That's not, that's not true for you. Cause I remember back when you were working out, like you were like a fucking maniac, you were in good shape. And same, same with me. I got in pretty good shape, and you don't realize it when it's yourself. You and, just don't. Yeah, but and like eighty percent of it's but, being healthy versus the way you look. But then there's a difference between Kevin looking at himself in the mirror when he has that drip of sweat going in between his chesticles and coming down his abs, and it looks all sexy, you know. And then there's us. Yeah, where but we just look like we just took a bath, breathing all but hard. Guys like me and you, <laughs> we we've both struggled with weight our whole lives. So it's a totally different thing. Kevin's never really been overweight. He's, well, I mean, maybe technically you've been overweight. I don't know, but he's never been fat. Right. This isn't the, our parents' generation that grew up on a low sugar diet. Yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all overweight. Guys, guys like Benito and myself who have struggled with weight and stuff like that, we have a much longer way to go. And it, it seems like it's so far gone sometimes. And, but for me, because growing up, never doing any, exercise things i didn't know what i was capable of until i started doing crossfit with kevin and we've talked about that before on here but once now that i know that that's possible and i look back on those old videos and pictures of me and see how good i was looking and remember how good i was feeling i know it's possible it's just getting out there and doing it yeah i've been trying to find that motivation in myself again (laughs) me too that it doesn't come. I, mean, I was all about it it doesn't i was going every day but that's the thing the motivation doesn't come until you're already doing it you have to just even if you don't want to do it, it takes three solid days in a row just to be like, oh, that felt good. Now I can go back again tomorrow. The motivation doesn't really come until you've already, you're already doing it. Unless you're like watching some like video on like getting pumped up because you want to get there. But really the real motivation happens during the process, I feel. Yeah. It does for me. I don't know. I've had those moments where I try to get back into it and I'll go for like a week and then I'll just stop. Yeah, and then it just I'm like <clears throat> I I have I have the same issue, and I we've talked about this before too. But I think if you have your friends to hold you accountable, and to mo- that's where motivation comes in too. It's really helpful. But like we've all three talked multiple times about okay, let's start working out, and then like same thing. I'll go over to Kevin's house for a week, and then I lose the motivation for it. It, it is hard to it's hard to find the motivation, and that's the same reason I've been forever telling you to come do jujitsu with us because yeah i love jujitsu it's fun but i also that's why i want you to try it because i think especially you with your wrestling background stuff it's something that would get you in shape that you would find fun because that's something i never got tired of was doing jujitsu it's like when you're a kid and you wrestle with your friends you know you just it's a fun time yeah it's tiring you get your ass beat but you feel i personally felt so much better afterwards and i think it's something you would enjoy if you actually did it that's why i hound you about it 
You know what we should do is just go in on a a uh, a rogue echo bike, those aerodynes. Fuck yeah, dude! I got one just of the bike, old school white ones. No, those rogue ones. Dude, put that thing on silent. Smooth. Sorry, fuck. unprofessional Rude son of a bitch. So I will walk out. I'll fucking choke you, you invited me. That would be the shortest you, podcast ever. You wanted me. I'll fucking choke you if you I try to walk out. I know you ain't going but, anywhere. We closed you in our dungeon. Well, see, I think that's where me and you differ, though. Back to the motivation thing. Mm-hmm. Like prior to doing CrossFit, I had already been working out on my own. Just did it on my own mm-hmm. for like a year. Mm-hmm. And and by that point when Kevin had his gym and everything, I had already lost sixty pounds on my own. What gave you the motivation to start back then? I really don't remember. I just decided Wasn't it you and Mordo working out? No. It was, it was you and somebody, right? It was just I was on my own. Yeah, it was just no, him. I just decided on my own, I'm like, I'm gonna go work out. And yeah. then I just made myself go like I find I found that more empowering, I guess. Not, not that you know it does help to have somebody there with you, but more accomplished that I just literally got in my own head, convinced myself to keep going, like is, mentally stronger. I guess is that what you're yeah. trying to find again? Again, yes, because I don't feel like like you were saying, like it's funner with people, but like I don't feel like since I did it before, I don't need that. But see, you're if you're searching for that fire to burn within you or whatever to come again that might not come we're getting older i uh i'll tell you what i work out by myself and it's not by choice no one will work out with me well, nobody likes you Bri doesn't work out with me i actually like, every day <laughs> she definitely doesn't like come you. work out with me <laughs> come work out with me no i'm like oh okay um and uh but i feel like that's a big part of it you know that it's a little mob mentality dude like now get your fucking ass up we, we still have 20 more reps motherfucker you know, and giving someone shit because it honestly motivates you and it's funny at the same time. You know, like you think you're hitting like a one at max, like you're such a pussy. That's not even it, you know. You're just pushing someone further, you know, in a safe way. You know, if someone looks like shit, you wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because I don't want you to hurt yourself because then you're not going to work out with me anymore because you you're busted up, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean like in a safe way, you know, um, because you have to build a camaraderie. It's not just having a workout partner. You know, I don't know how many people build camaraderie with, like, a personal trainer. It's usually a very professional environment or not professional if they're, like, an axiom or some bullshit. But it's usually an overly professional environment. Now, I've never been necessarily about that. I'm, uh, you know, I'm always about, like, pushing somebody and being an asshole but in, like, in a maybe sometimes funny way. Because to break them down, we're learning stuff about each other and we push each other, you know. So, that's all. I think that's all you need and it's as simple as that. And we'll do it. That's why I want that fucking. That's why I want that airdyne, dude. Like a whole body workout, just beat it. You don't, you don't even have to run. That's the cool thing. Like yeah, I don't, I'm not running. No, I'm not a big runner either. <laughs> and um, I won't do it. No, just to let you know. Uh, long distance runners definitely don't turn heads at beaches. They never will. <laughs> um, I think it's just it's fun sometimes, but it's also a way to just be complacent. It's easy to go run. The stretches, the the warm ups for running is always usually the same, or it's in a habit. But it's you don't have to learn how to do new things. You don't have to like test yourself lifting weights. You don't know, have to learn how to do muscle up or a snatch or anything like that. You just have to go fucking run, you know. So anyway, 
I'm not a big proponent of running either. I like sprinting. I fucking love sprinting. I love grabbing heavy things and running with them. I, I like sprinting too. I love just like, I want to pick up something that's awkward and 50 pounds and try to sprint with it until I fall over. That's fucking awesome. You know, like I have that field right next to my house. Like it's a perfect place to go do it. Get a tire, do some sprints, <clears throat> sledgehammer shit, that aerodyne, dude. Well, I think a problem for you, Benito, is your time stuff because your work schedule is insane. Yeah. And so I'm talking about not, you can find time to work out. Everybody can, but actually coming up here to our neighborhood, coming to the garage with us, you'd only be able to do it on the weekends. Or in the evenings. Yeah. Because, like, when I go... The last thing I want to do is go do that. After work. Yeah, and I, I feel the same when I get off work. But, like, when I do go over to Kevin's, I usually go over at, like, 9 or 10 in the morning. Not super early. I don't have to go to work yet. And we we do it, but that'd be hard for you to... And maybe that was part of it, too, that where I had that motivation. Because even... Because I would go before work when I was working out at your gym. Mm-hmm. But it was at 10 o'clock. <clears throat> and it was at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And even when I was working on my own, I was working out before work. Yeah. Maybe work. Maybe maybe I need to quit. <laughs> yes. Quit your job to get in shape. Stop working. That'd be nice. Because it's hard to go after. Oh. Sometimes it, it's, honestly, it's, sometimes after it's more beneficial, like to just burn off the b- bullshit from the day. But it, I found that personally and with other people, if you're trying to find that, you don't actually want to go into a structured environment because you know what it takes for you to get your mind reset again. So sometimes like, man, I just want to warm up real slow, take 20 minutes of doing whatever I want to do, like warming up, doing weird drills. And I just want to do this and that, you know, so sometimes we're doing it after work is more beneficial when it's just you like, or it's, it's, it's your thing. It's your plan. You're the one one in control, not, Stressing out about something. Yeah, like, oh, man, I just got off work, and I want to decompress, but I really don't want to do five rounds of 20 thrusters right. with dumbbells. Or, 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 hey, we're one rep maxing today. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, it is when you... I just want to go row for 20 minutes, go sit in the sauna. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> when you have a job, especially one like yours, it's kind of physically taxing on you. It makes it even harder <clears throat> to go after you're done doing that all day. And as early as you start working stuff, I mean, you it's long hours. You're tired, but you can find time. It's just, you got to find it. Like, I don't have, that's not an excuse for me. The time of day, I don't start work till later in the day. So I have the morning. My thing is, <clears throat> which we've talked about before, is accountability. Like, if Kevin were to, like, right now, if we said, okay, tomorrow morning, we're working out, I'll be there. I'll show up. I'm not going to not show up if I say I'm going to be there. But <clears throat> it's, I have a hard time getting myself to do it. Just, Go and I have a full set of my own garage, but I cannot bring myself to do it by myself. I need, I need that camaraderie and someone to push me. Yeah. But yeah, you should uh, come work out with us. One of these days. Like we could easily work out every Saturday. One of these days. Next thing, like forty-five, and he's like, <laughs> you know what, guys? Like my third heart attack. <laughs> And even if it's only a couple times a week, it's better than no times a week. Three like, days a week. We, but I'm talking about like for all three of us together, because his schedule. That's but, what I mean. Yeah, or at least like, or just like it, it's almost not enough to just say Saturday and Sunday. But hey, maybe Saturday and Sunday. Get your your day started off right. Get swole. Get jacked. Go to work all week. 
do your thing, go for walks around your neighborhood to just, you know, recover and everything. But then on the weekends, just hit it. Do one day of lifting with Kevin, one day of jujitsu. Because you can listen here. to all these overanalyzers being like, oh, but, you know, doing it two days a week, you know, messes with your recovery because you're hitting it hard, you're not recovering, and you're taking too long of a break, so your recovery slows down again. Like, go fuck yourself because all that matters is that we're being more active people, which we're supposed to be because we're built for it. You know, I, I get so, I just get so caught up in reading all this bullshit about people and overanalyzing working out and it pissed me off and it still does. Right. Cause the whole point is just doing something extra. Go do fucking something. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, oh, it has to be this or that or oh, this time frame around these meals. And oh, if you're going to take that kind of recovery, you know, like it, it's just, it's just them being so neurotic cause that's all they do is their life focuses around fucking sports and nutrition and working out. Pull that mic a little bit away. I think it's cutting out because every time you make a... Maybe that mic's cutting out. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I think just being overly neurotic. That's all it is. It's just yeah. neurosis, dude. Um, so I wouldn't listen to any of that fucking bullshit. If you're just going to work out and kill it two days on Saturday and Sunday, it's going to make you a better person than not doing it. I mean, because essentially, days. you know, they say go hard or whatever because, yes, you're more elevated your heart is and more calories you're going to burn, you know. But, like, like I was saying, it's like, essentially it's just doing something extra. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, if you're, instead yeah. of going home, going and sitting on the couch or on TV, if you just take the dog for a walk. Yeah. That little bit. I mean, your heart rate's not going to be super elevated by any means, Especially, but you're moving a yeah. little bit extra. Especially after you eat. I like after dinner walking around the neighborhood makes you feel better. You don't just, you shouldn't be eating and just sitting down anyway. Yeah, just eat dinner, go take a dog for a walk. Go walk around the neighborhood, and you'll feel so much better. Well, it depends who you are. Like, you know, Jake and these guys over here eat a dinner at 8 o'clock at night. Like, no, that's, that's, Nazis. Pretty, that's pretty much just me, because I work till 8 o'clock at night. Usually the family's eating by the time I get home. Oh, no, like, when my mom's texting me before, you guys, I'm making dinner. I'm like, oh, we already ate. It's five o'clock. Yeah, we need like normal people. Well, that's because you're <laughs> seven, 73 years old, um, and you go to bed at like four in the afternoon. But we 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 eat at like five or six, and then yeah, like a normal person. And if I'm on, if I feel like I'm haven't had enough calories in a day, then I might have like a protein shake at like seven thirty, um, or something like that. But yeah, I'm not. Jake's leaving the premise right now. He probably has to poop. Need to poop? <laughs> nope. Jesus Christ. You animal. I'll be back. Um, yeah, it should be eating too late because from what I understand, this could be completely wrong. Not completely wrong, but it could be... No, we're never wrong. Yeah, we're, we're always right. We're the best. <laughs> but like with your circadian rhythm, I, th- I feel... I, th- I remember reading this multiple times, like uh, regulates a lot of things. Um, cause it's like your communication with your enzymes in your gut and your brain, your gut and brain, brain, um, correlation. But like at around like eight o'clock, because you're starting cadian rhythm, your pancreas and your liver start shutting down, like getting ready for bed. So if you're eating things, especially higher in the glycemic index, then your pancreas is less efficient at lowering your blood sugar. So you're going to re- have higher blood sugar, more fat retention, right? And your liver doesn't process things as properly. So if you're going to drink late, you're going to probably get more drunk or feel more like shit from the from the alcohol. 
And since your liver does yeah. also process through the enzymes that convert to testosterone, you're lowering your testosterone and you're lowering it late at night because that gets put on the back burner because of alcohol. It's trying to digest the alcohol. So, oh, yeah. Process to back alcohol. that, uh, you, you know, day drinking is wonderful. <laughs> you can still recover. <laughs> you can still recover. I am, as I got older, and because I'm 75 years old, I like to sleep and go to bed at a decent time. Yeah. No matter what day of the week. So day drinking is a fantastic thing. Yeah. Because you can drink, get drunk if you wanted to get to that point. Yeah. I usually get about buzzed and feel good and happy all giddy. Mm-hmm. But you can be in bed by 8 o'clock. Yeah. And still get a full night's sleep feel pretty all right the next day. Yeah. Eat, eating dinner earlier so you're not like stuffed. Taking a walk and not stuff, going to bed stuff. Oh, Jake's going to get hammered over here. I, I barely had anything in my first drink. Dude, I used to follow John Wilborn. I can't anymore. Like the power athlete, because I always, I used to see the cross of football. Like I was in the army, I loved like following cross of football sometimes, and and John Wilborn, you know, ran that. Um, he's been a part of CrossFit since fucking forever. You know, I played the NFL and stuff. But he's so opinionated, and I hate how opinionated he is sometimes and completely wrong. You know, it doesn't matter what time you eat, calories are calories. Like, well, if you've read what I've just said, which has, even if I was somewhat incorrect but i think that I'm pretty sure that's what i've read like numerous times that's been done by people studying this studying you know doing biopsies doing, you know looking at how the body's functioning at these times based on your circadian rhythm right and then making blanket comments like you know intermittent fasting is just a fancy way of saying caloric restriction it's like well what about looking at the way the key you know your ketones in your brain and those other shit are functioning because of your fasting and how we show a product, a higher production of human growth hormone when you fast appropriately, you fast appropriately, um, and work out appropriately around that, um, and doing fasted cardio. So I'm talking about like 14, 15 hour fasting, just a healthy amount, suppression of negative cells, um, maintains healthy cell balance, um, stuff like that. So blanket statements by people again who are neurotic, just saying shit. I don't know. Maybe it's just fucking CTE as he's getting older, he's getting worse, and he's just more opinionated and narcissistic. Um, because it is a symptom of head injuries, right? Um, yeah. So, well, if it's fucking working for you, then what's the problem? Right. I if get, it's working, yeah. I mean, obviously a lot of people in that field give each other a bunch of grief, but, like, <gasps> it's working for them. Like, they yes. look good and they say they feel good. So yeah. If someone's not... Whatever. It, like, we talk about <laughs> Mitch. If someone's not eating enough, it's pretty obvious because they'll look shredded for a while and they'll look, look and feel good. And then they start losing muscle and getting a little skinny fat, like bump your calories back up. You know, that's how you know it's not working. Is if you're not, if you're definitely not eating enough. You know, it's pretty obvious the physiological response you get. Unless you're a long distance runner, then you're still a terrorist. You're still a terrorist, no matter what you do. Dude, I never really ran. I don't think my. I think the first I've ever run was ten miles, and we did that. Maybe I was about to say because you had to, right? Like you were forced to. Actually, half time no, because I was in a sniper team. We could do whatever we wanted for PT. I would ask because I wanted the camaraderie. I my first most of my first deployment until it lasted three months or two months, I was on the line. I was in a regular platoon before I moved to a sniper section. And so I missed that camaraderie, the big teams, you know what I mean? Like being in the group. So a lot of the other PT sessions, if I knew they were going for a ten mile run, a platoon would or a squad would, I'd join them. Even though they were running ten miles. I don't know. It's just it's just to go work out <clears throat> with them essentially. That sounds horrible. Um, I think you hit your head. Yeah, probably. Well, I think like Benito, especially I've sort of known you for so long. You're one that you like to go against the grain with things. 
And if somebody says you should do this, you're like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to do the opposite of that. And you've always been like that. Just like the whole jujitsu thing. I say, Hey, you should come do this with us. And you instantly go to no, not doing it. And then he comes back and he's like a black belt in Krav Maga. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, actually, I went and uh, took some Aikido lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Scalling got shit on me. Steven Scalling, but no, yeah. but no, like that's one thing. Like, like jujitsu is a good example. Is that's and that, I'm one of those people. Once I find something I enjoy, I want to share it with everybody. That's how I've always been. And I want other people to feel about something the way I do. That's why something like jujitsu, especially with my friends, I'm like, dude, let's do this. This is so fun. I want I want to share it. But you're the type, because someone says it's cool, you go against the grain, and you've already said no, so you, in your mind somewhere, I think, you're like, never going to say yes, because I already said no, and I'm stubborn as shit. And I, I have to be, like, maybe, obviously, yeah, probably stubborn, but I don't know. If I want to be interested in it, I have to be interested. I have to look into it myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want that sense of control. Yes. And that's not unhealthy. When people say control, it's always put with the the context of like, oh, he's a control freak or something. It's like, no, we like having control of our own destiny, what we're doing, you know? And um, I notice it with like thinking about how I want to raise Vivian or like Grayson, but because Vivian's already, you know, almost eight, right? And it's like, I was thinking about when she was going to get her first car and I immediately was like, she's going to be like me. We're like, I'm kind of like you too. Like I go against the grain. All I'm being told what to do. I always found a, 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 a professional way of going around when I wasn't an NCO, when I had answered all these NCOs all the time of being polite, but basically saying, fuck you. I get really good at it. Um, so I know she'll be the same way, but going to get her first car and she wants something that I don't like, like that's like me wanting to be in control. Like, hey, I'll support you in buying this if you get what I like. Mm-hmm. Or else I'm not going to support you, right? Like, if you want to go get some, like, Chevy Cavalera, get <laughs> fucked. Because we're not those people, right? You want a PT Cruiser? You want a PT Cruiser? You're fucking walking and riding the bus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a position of control, but it's because I feel strongly about it. And so, like, with that, with you, I get that. Like, no, I want it to be my choice and my decision. Thanks for the input because oh, it yeah. helps me, but it's going to be my choice. And I'll do it, you know. But when yeah. you when you have that mindset, how do you? Because I'm not that way. I usually, if somebody else is enjoying something, I'm like shit, maybe I could enjoy that too. So I want to try it. CrossFit was a prime prime example. I never even really knew what it was. And then when both of you were doing it, I was like, man, my two best friends are having fun doing that, and they're having some results. And maybe I should go try. And I would try, it, and then I loved it. Mm-hmm. And jujitsu is one of those things that I. I had an interest in trying, so that I went and did it. But it would have been the same thing, I think, even if I was like, if I had no interest. But if you guys were doing it already, and that's that's I mean, kind you, of a you had interest in it because you really like UFC. And yeah, I, I really like. So that already sparked. Yeah, but but my example curiosity. for what I'm saying is like for CrossFit, I never had any interest whatsoever in lifting weights. But and sometimes it's a bad quality too. Being a follower, you know, you see people doing things, and oh, I want to do it too. But with CrossFit, I mean, it was it was a good thing because I ended up liking it. I ended up getting in good shape with it and stuff like that. So, like, w- when you have that outlook on things, what if there's something you have no interest in, but then you go to try it, and it turns out to be something you really like? 
Like, you'll never know that because you won't do it. Because I missed that. Well, then I missed out on it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, why not try stuff? And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I'm not just talking about specifically doing jujitsu. I'm talking about just everything in life. Just try it. Try it out. Try it out. (laughs) Just tip. But. Try it out. But we got to do. Do we have to start doing more stuff together? Like, as a group of us. I know one thing we all like is hiking. I was going to say, we can go hike. Take pictures. There's nothing gay about going and taking pictures of cool right? shit. I think I've it's always, cool as I've shit. I've always told myself, like, especially when I go hunting and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, I really need to take more pictures. Yeah. Like, get like, and we get like a nice, some nice Nikons or something, and go out, Like, I'm not talking about like stepping right off the road, like going out a couple clicks or a few clicks, whatever, as far as we need to go to find something cool and taking pictures, videos. Like, I think it's cool, man. And it's not expensive. Once you, the, the equipment is initially, but once you have it, you, you have freedom. That's giving you freedom. Cool. You, know? mm-hmm. Spe- you guys need to get your hunting license so then we can go on a guy trip and go hunting again. Dude, I haven't, I haven't hunted in seven years, I think. Something like that. I'll tell you what. This year, I'll go 200 Z because I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most efficient man with a gun in this room. I know, never the one it. that can actually really shoot. Uh... It, it's it's because we never grew up doing it, and I was a city boy in Boise, right? So it's like, but like every year, Bria's dad goes multiple times a year. He does his caribou and his moose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I can't even go. Like I can go to I can go up to Alaska and go fucking moose hunting, brother. Yeah. But I have a hunting license. I don't know. I think maybe next next season because I was we already talked about this, me and you, Kevin, but. I want to get back into it. We should all because it's so much plan fun. a hunting trip. And yeah. it's see that's the thing that I would like to have people around for because yeah. it gets pretty fucking boring. It gets boring, <laughs> and I don't care how tough somebody thinks there is. There's something eerie about being out in the woods by yourself. <laughs> you get in your own head. You're out there with Mother Nature, and right there's many ways to die. So having someone there is a little easy on your mind. And I know because I grew up hunting, and I've hunted by myself. And it's not like I'm out there in fear the whole time I'm hunting, but there is those little moments, like you just said, you get in your own head. And you're like, shit, did I just hear that? Right, what, you start thinking that? about that freaking scary movie you watched, and you're just like, god damn. Or even, you think like, god damn. Like, did I just hear a cat? Uh-oh. <laughs> no, the you, cat's out here really you big. You embrace it. Like, we, we take a DVD player with us and watch, like, <laughs> the Blur Witch Project. <laughs> Yes. And then we just sit out in the dark and just meditate. Light just, some candles. Right? So we just, we'll just like, like, we're, we're, we're like holding each other all night. <laughs> oh, speak, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of hikes, uh, <laughs> our next episode hasn't been released yet, so most people, they'll know by the time they hear this. We're planning on putting together, which I don't know if you want to be involved or not, we're going to put together a hike to raise some money for like a veteran's charity. Um, our previous guest we were talking with him about this and so if you want to be involved that'd be cool it'll probably be this next spring when the weather turns but we're going to try and get as many people together as we can kind of a hike. Like, a hike. like go hike table rock or something nothing huge but get a group of people together and hopefully those people that want to come will donate some money and we need to find a legit charity to put the money to and i need to look into even how to do that and i don't think either of us really know how to do that yeah there's some cool spots too like around <clears throat> Cascade or McCall. I'm just thinking something close for for people so everybody can join. Um, And we're we're still working on details and stuff on it. Um, And we got to find a legitimate charity to put some money towards. Because one thing me and Kevin talked about when we started this, which we talked about this in the last episode, but is doing some good with this podcast because we're getting a following. People are listening and it's continuing to grow. So if we can do something good with it, that'd be cool. And so we were talking about the hike. 
So if you want to be involved, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Good time. Yeah, yeah, be cool. I got gear. I got hiking sticks. I mean, you don't really need much gear for Table Rock, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The shoes. You go decked out. You got to get the shoes. You're going to wear your Vibram five-finger shoes? Yeah. No, no, I haven't had those like, forever. Like the three-day like the three day camping pack? Oh, yeah, dude. With the biggest camel pack you can find. The, like, a hold a gallon of water. Yeah. But that is something. Other than that specific hike, we could do that together, us three, with our with our wives and girlfriends or whatever. We could start doing that. I know your sister, my wife, she's hounding me to go hiking all the time, so she'll probably be pissed when I decide to go because my friends are going. But <laughs> just don't hike with me. Oh, so you go because Kevin and Ben. Yep, go. yep, and that's exactly what's going to be said. But like I said, it's motivation, man. It's the camaraderie. It's it's getting like-minded people to do something together. It and makes, be out, it makes be me want to outside. Like your house isn't your house isn't your life. Get the fuck out of it. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You guys well, get like, your hunting license. Because like dude, I mean I, I know so you guys weird. talked about it with Jacob and all, but oh sorry, just fidgeting <laughs> with stuff. But like, it is fun. Like just hanging out. It's like, and it's walking the thing, around. Like even though I haven't gone hunting, I already know the best part of it is the process because I. I did that in missions in the military and just camping with the kids and stuff too. Like I'd say half of it's probably getting your kill, right? Mm-hmm. The other half is, you know, getting your shit ready, getting the right kind of stuff, the, the drive out there packing in, like all that, the journey is, is half of it. You know what I mean? And so even just, I gotta go. I think you do hundreds of online now, but I think you still, you have, to, you still have to go do like the physical part, right? You have to do, you go on it to a shooting day with 22s. Mm. And you go out and like shoot targets, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I think you'd be okay. At. You, I know the farthest you you shoot with the twenty two is like twenty yards. Yeah, it's so just you, it's, just, you just have to know <clears throat> show that you know not to point at somebody. It's like a safety thing. Yeah, how to properly climb a fence when you have a rifle. You know, mm-hmm. you you put it over first, and then you climb, or you hand it to somebody first, and then you, you know you don't try to climb with it when you have it in your hand and all that. Just it's more of a safety thing than anything. Well, that's the other mm. thing <clears throat> with something like hunting is knowing people that do it. It's so much makes it so much easier because if you don't know what you're doing, going out there to try and hunt, you don't even know where to find an animal. It's hard. So like knowing someone like Benito, who's an avid hunter, can take you somewhere where he knows that maybe someone's gonna have some luck. Makes it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Just make it easier. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. And like I said, it'd be a good time. Yeah. And hopefully, I buy a camper this next year. Yeah, dude, I want to. We don't have to be savages and sleep out in tents. Yeah, maybe by then I'll have a, a decent telescope and we can like look at the stars and shit. Be romantic. Okay. Lay on our backs. And maybe see some UFOs. I'm here talking, you know, trying to be men. We're gonna go hunt and kill some stuff and gaze at the stars. We'll gaze at the stars together. Lay on the ground head to head. Mm-hmm. Just stare away at the stars. Talk about our feelings. Talk about our feelings. I want to see a UFO though. Just go out there and you get you have so much. You have no light pollution. Be nice. Yeah. I have some weird stuff. By weird stuff, I mean like a weird colored light that goes across the sky. That you've That's seen? That's about it. Yeah, when I go you hunting. You never know. I Could, mean, they're just, they're just watching us, you know. I'm like, I know that's definitely not a plane. Could be a satellite. What the fuck was that? Satellites are still like a white blinking light. There's Maybe it's specific some, color. some SpaceX <laughs> shit Elon Musk shot up there. Probably. Yeah, all space garbage, space debris. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's aliens, dude. What's weird is like, so, if, that's the thing with like relativity is like, you know, if an alien was, say, like seven light years away, you know, we found this planet and there it is, and it's coming here. Not even that far, but let's just say seven, seven light years. Like, only be from, that's, that's why it's called relativity. It's relative to our position. Relative to our position, a photon takes seven years to get here. It takes seven years to get there from our position. And that's what we observe. That's what that planet observes around that star, seven light years away. The photon doesn't observe any time, right? It doesn't observe the space. It's just here, then it's there. If you're going like 98, 99% speed of light, we're talking about less than a year of travel. The per the person on that ship does not experience seven years. Even though, even for a photon, it's seven years of light travel, right? That's only because that's that photon's light travel relative to our position. But relative to that photon's position, it's no time. Relative to someone at 99% at speed of light, it's less than a year, right? Um, so it's... Though, the people on their planet are still going to lose seven years to that person, right? By the time they get to our planet, fuck around and go back, 14 years will go by for them. So if they're really far off, far away, it wouldn't make that much sense. Because by the time they do their scientific research and then go back, a fucking lot of time has passed by. So I would imagine if there's aliens, they've got to be somewhere close. Like, or under oceans. Like, where they can get... Um, information back and forth relatively quickly i would imagine um back on the aliens again um we could switch it over to when we're hunting we go hunt for bigfoot dude <laughs> big old hairy dick bigfoot bro that's one thing Do you think I, bigfoot's real? no i i think it was a real thing at one point in time in history I and mean, there's like gigantopithecus mm -hmm. which was a huge like i think walked on two feet ape and I think like Native Americans were before that. I think it was well before Native Americans, but I think people had like drawn pictures and stuff of that throughout. And I think that legend carried on. I think that's where that came from because that was a real thing, Gigantopithecus. It was a huge, what do they call it, bipedal, like ape type thing. I think that's where that came from. I think if that was a thing, it would be, it'd be found, especially today with technology, with everybody has a camera in their pocket. How come nobody gets a picture of it? A legit picture of it. I don't think it's real. Yeah. I think there were giant people and it's being covered up. <laughs> the news just doesn't want to report it and no one wants to fucking let it out. Gi giant people. You know that fucking like, like Game of Thrones giants? Yeah, motherfucker. Like, like you know giants you know like, like mammoths. You know like uh Indiana Jones, they have that warehouse and they lock shit up. Yeah. You know, top men. That's where they lock all them bones up or something, dude. Or maybe they're, I don't know. Because there's so many, like, validated pictures. Like, oh, yeah, we found giants. Like, 1930, there's pictures of fucking people finding guys that were, like, 18 feet tall. Or, like, just finding a thigh bone. It was too humanoid. It was fucking massive. And then I think the reason it's covered up is because it says, oh, there wasn't a film, meaning the Apocrypha was taken out by King George for no fucking reason because it was a real fucking story and it took it out and the Catholic Church runs everything. It says, well, that goes against the Apocrypha, even though the Catholic Church wasn't King George, right? But they all have the same fucking narrative. And so they take that shit out 
And so they dismiss it all. And so to keep that narrative, you have to dismiss all these giants they found. But it's like, no, then there is Photoshop for ones. I've seen some of them and like where people thought they're real, but they've been validated. They're like fucking fake as shit. But there's a actually a ton of real ones. Um, go back to like early 1900s, late 1800s of dudes like excavating and finding massive humanoid skeletons. Pretty sweet. No, I think out of all those legends and stuff, the only real one that I think could be real is aliens. Because <clears throat> things like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and all those, I think that's, we've talked about this before too, that that's, people get bored with reality and they like to make shit up to make things more interesting. And like the people that follow well, For sure. They're unfuckable people. <laughs> But unfuckable it, people. Unfuckable people make up a lot of shit to get like, attention, like getting abducted by aliens. Like and, literally unfuckable. Like they can't get laid. They're, you're yeah, about? they're unfuckable people. Okay, but um, like, but okay. I mean, well, I mean, look at our version of the Bible. It's like the King James Bible, right? Like, how how misinterpreted was that from the original Hebrew Bible, the text? And considering he fucking changed what he wanted to change and took the apocrypha out and all this other shit, like, um. You know, so we can't dismiss a lot of these conspiracies, but we can't overlook the fact that a lot of unfuckable people are coming up with weird shit. <laughs> like the whole thing, there's this one, I'm not joking you, about the reptilians and stuff, right? This is like, I, I like breached the surface on like talking about this stuff, which I don't necessarily, I don't know if I believe in it or not, but I like researching it. But then when some people go into depth, like no, it's specifically like the reptilians were this race. And the ones like Prometheus, right? The ones that want to give us knowledge were this race of aliens. And they had a war in the sky and all that shit. The people that are talking about the reptilians and all that stuff also believe in the the moon project. Where since like the 40s or the late 30s, the Rush, or not the Russians, the Germans found out, got, were given this technology from the aliens. And like the technology basically that uh, Bob Lazar talks about. And they were using it in submarines. Because they were just taking a submarine into space. They were taking submarines around in the space in like the late 30s, early 40s. And then like the 70s or something, they started the moon project, building bases on the moon. And they take kids from their houses and they, they train them up and make them fly to and work at these bases on the moon. And then when their services after 20 years, they de-age them and put them back in their time. It's a legitimate fucking like, what I mean legitimate, I don't mean like it has any grounds for being true. I mean, a lot of people believe in this whole fucking weird theory about this moon project. Like, yeah, they just de-age you, put you back in your time. Yeah, there was Nazis and submarines in space and shit. It's crazy how, like, far people go. But then, like you said, some some things you kind of make you think, like the whole, like the mass shooting in Vegas. Mm-hmm. What the fuck ever happened to that? Like. What do you mean what happened to it? Like. They were investigating a second shooter. Nobody mm-hmm. could explain why the first guy that, you know, they the only guy they found, you know, what did he do? Shoot himself in the room or something after he shot up everybody or whatever. Why he would do? Why he did it? No, I think they shot him when they came in. I think he shot. I think he yeah. shot himself. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't. I don't. I don't even know the details. Well, have you ever but seen like, it, what was the rat like? It was a big deal for about a week, and then it just... Well, it's because nowadays, yeah. and even then, what, that was a few years ago, right? That was 2016? Was that 2016? God. I think so. Anyway, whatever it was. Then, now, we have the 24-hour news cycle, 
news is rolling all the time and tomorrow is going to be something new unless it's something massive like covid or the presidential election but even those like when the presidential elections happen you don't hear much about covid on the news because the news is continuing to roll and it's people forget like what's going on in the world yeah fuck the news and i think that you ever seen shooter with mark Wahlberg? It's a great movie. <laughs> set his ass I up. I mean, I wouldn't say great, but... I love that they movie. Set his <laughs> ass up, bro. <laughs> they might have set this guy up. Like, hey, man, like, want you to go in this room at this time. We got your room. There's a hooker in there. They start shooting motherfuckers up. He thinks he's getting a hooker because he hears gunshots. They throw his ass in there. They fucking execute him. And like, yeah, this this guy. He was... just went crazy. He started loaning people with a fucking saw. Like, I don't know. I'm like... So, I don't know... Like, I wouldn't dismiss the event at all. It's like, who did it? Well, yeah, either way, pe- a bunch of people got shot and killed. Fuck yeah. And, well, no, well and I was, was going with that experience. People were like, there's a legit bunch of people that think that that was staged. Like, that well, that's the real. same. I'm like, what Right. The fuck? It's the same with, right. like, the Sandy Hook school shooting. Yeah. And that we talked about Alex Jones in the previous episode. That's one thing he was fucking wrong on. He discounted the Sandy Hook thing. He, like, tormented parents. It's because they have used actors before, and he was link- he was pulling that into. He that was same saying shit. that the, he was saying that everybody involved in that was crisis actors, but him and then his fans were like, like destroying the lives of these parents who lost their children, and that's one thing. Like people that love Alex Jones, I'm like, fuck that guy. I find him entertaining. I find conspiracy theories entertaining, but I'm also skeptical, and I think most of them are bullshit. <clears throat> um, I think some have some hold water. But that one was one where it's like people's children died. Like, why would people died? There was people there, mm-hmm. dying. and it's the same in the Vegas and shooting. Videos of it, people dying. Yeah, and that regardless of who did it, who pulled it off, it was the CIA. It was this and that. It was the Clintons, dude. <laughs> so th- there's, th- there's people th- died. Yeah, there's three reasons right now why there's less shootings. I'm gonna there's three possible reasons, or it's a combination of all three. Is it one? The media is not reporting it because it's not fitting their agenda right now, but it's actually happening. Is it two? Because COVID happened and we all have to come together in a different way. So people are less psych, maybe less mentally ill in that to go on and shoot something up. Like if a meteor hit tomorrow, we would stop worrying about a lot of the shit we worry about, right? Because we pull together. Or is it three that it's all it's all driven by conspiracy, like brain control and shit like that. So that's why they go shoot places up and they don't have a need for that right now to control us because they can control us through the virus, right? Because a lot of it, and the, the conspiracy theories are like a lot of it's mind control through your cell phone or something to drive an agenda, to drive us into fear so that you can control us. Just like the conspiracy about COVID. It was a test to, right? They think it was like a test to see how well they could control the population. And then now the Democrats did it. Right. And now <laughs> they get Biden and now they control the it. Damn liberals. And, not, and then now they want to make masks <laughs> right mandatory for everybody. So it's, oh, and, and it's pretty easy to get us to wear masks. So now we're going to wear masks all the time. Oh, now it's pretty easy to take some other liberties we have away. So we'll do that. And they will comply with us because they're afraid and they need our help. And to the people listening to this, you're not necessarily saying you believe in these conspiracy theories. You're no, saying what I'm the still, conspiracy theories are. I'm still expanding on me saying yeah. the conspiracies say. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <clears throat> I mean, I, I shouldn't drag the sentence on that long because you might start thinking well, I'm saying. I think that's another thing with some conspiracy theories. There's a lot of insensitivity that happens where like some of this shit affects people's lives and then conspiracy theories come in and it like discounts the fact that people were affected like the shootings mm-hmm. or the whole COVID thing, whether or not people believe COVID was put in here by China or our own government or all this shit. There's been people sick and died and that's just like the plain facts. Um, 
so I don't know. That's why I was I was asking you to clarify if you like believe this shit or if you're just expanding on on what you were saying about the conspiracy theories. Yeah, because yeah, I've read then the ones <clears throat> I'm mentioning are ones that have been repeated a lot mm-hmm. of times. Not like the ones like one person said. Like you know, it was actually the Taliban. It was you know fucking yeah. something crazy like. But like yeah, that it was to see how well we could be controlled and sedated and you know how far they can get with it. Because yeah. if they were, then what's their agenda? Why would they want to control us? Yeah. You know, they just want to keep us all quiet and happy watching Netflix, eating our Reese's Pieces and shit. So oh, they that can, sounds all right. <laughs> so they can continue robbing us. Well, then I hear people... For all enjoy it. I've heard interviews with people who are in the government, have worked for the government, stuff like that. And a lot of them say, like, the government's not as organized as people think they it's are. It's full of dumb fucks. And they fuck up, and they can't keep secrets. And that's from people that work there. Like, we know, I know that they can't keep good secrets like that. So when it goes to conspiracy theories involve the government... These people discount them. It doesn't mean they're not real. Who knows? I, I think. But. I think if there is anything behind the government driving it, like you have, like what you know, like Alex Jones found, like the guys that have their little fucking cult because they're a bunch of fucking good old boys, right? But there's like that show. What was that show? Uh, dang it, I forget. Um, I had that girl. Uh, what's her name? Her last name's Washington. Uh, I know what you're talking She's about. She's good looking. Carrie Washington. Yeah. This show What's where, that show called? Yeah, she like <laughs> works for her dad in like this black secret group, you know, um, like um, like this like black, you know, black what's it called? Like black uh, black operations, whatever, where they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. I'm sure that's absolutely real. You get a group of people together who are um, all well above average intelligence. They're like minded. It's like you can do that in Delta Force. You have the best of the best all together in a group that can do their fucking work and be professional and be silent about it, right? And not start talking about it. So you can get that kind of group of people anywhere. And if you get them into a group where they're focused on moving big pieces around, I think that's entirely possible. So I think that is real. Having just like that show kind of, you know, shows like, oh, we don't like this. We don't like this politician. So someone makes something happen. You're right. Right. Yeah, shit for sure happens. But it is it is just crazy that how far what people just choose to believe. Like the wonderful new movie that just came out, Borat. <laughs> you guys both seen that, right? It's mm-hmm. great. Okay. When he, when those <coughs> random redneck guys take oh, him man, in for a few so weeks. Funny. That's like one of the best scenes. When like Borat like <clears throat> starts talking about like Hillary or something like that. And they're like, yeah, I heard they like suck blood out of baby fetuses or whatever mm. and then when he started talking about like something about trump they're like oh that's just conspiracy theory <laughs> I'm like what you're to believe they suck what do they say the it's a the so that's a really popular conspiracy right now uh-huh. in that whole QAnon world do you know what QAnon is uh-uh QAnon's like this it's this weird little niche conspiracy thing right now that a lot of like older generation is following I actually saw a guy driving down the freeway the other day here, and his license plate said, Q sent me, and he had Trump stickers and QAnon stickers all over his back window. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. So QAnon, it's, and now, like, I guess Facebook and everything deleted any groups that were involved with this QAnon thing, but they have, like, online message boards and stuff still, and that's how they communicate, and they think everybody's a pedophile. It's this whole pedophile conspiracy, everybody in Hollywood's a pedophile, and sure, I'm sure some there's some assholes and pedophiles in hollywood but i don't think everybody's involved you know and they think everybody's a pedophile all this trump's here to save us i don't i don't know all the details but um the adrenaline thing it comes from that adrenochrome. Where it's adrenochrome and these 
elites are taking the adrenaline from the blood of young children and I don't know. I think it's all bullshit. They, the, they do is they, they terrify them. So there's adrenaline running through their blood, right? They get their cores all up. Blood pressure goes up, right? Epinephrine, all this other shit. And then they, I don't know if they kill them or just like do an I, I don't, IV, what, I don't know. But they extract the blood and they drink it or inject it in themselves. This is all alchemy. By the way, the, like the, the Freemason, not Freemason, like the Illuminati were always big into alchemy and Aleister Crowley and stuff. So it is something that is theoretically real. Like, it's in alchemy, like, writings, right? About taking blood of, you know, terrified children because the, you know, adrenaline or whatever. But I don't know if they actually do that, you know. But I think maybe if they don't, it's just because they do follow some alchemy teachings and people tie an alchemy with that act. Mm-hmm. Or they actually do do it. Cause but, fucking- I, I, just, I just, when I saw the movie, all I could think about when they when that was said was I was imagining the scene off of South Park where the guy that played Superman that's in the wheelchair now. Christopher Reeves. Christopher <laughs> Reeves. There's an episode about Christopher Reeves and how he can walk again. I don't think he's in a wheelchair right now. Because <laughs> he was... Because he died. <laughs> well, but, but he was able to walk again because he was taking baby fetuses. And oh, that was like Cracking the, their neck and sucking the no, stem cells that was out the of stem them. Cell, the stem cells. And yeah. that's all I imagined. Yeah. I don't and know. And I'm like, what the fuck? We've talked about this, but I think a lot of these conspiracy theories and these groups of people that get together and all, it's all they live by is conspiracies, which, first of all, has to be fucking exhausting to think everything in the world, everybody's out to get you, the government's going to get you all. It's going to be exhausting to think like that the whole time. But I think these people. And I'm ge- I'm generalizing here, but I think their life is boring mm-hmm. for the most part, and they're trying to find some excitement in the world, and so they're searching for this crazy outlandish shit. Which maybe I'm an idiot, and it's all true, but I'm so skeptical on most of it. Well, their their eyes are too idle; <clears throat> they're more complacent. They they're probably bored because they don't. Maybe they just sit at fucking Kinko's all day. Maybe they work in like a toll booth or something. Yeah, they're unfuckable. And they're unfuckable. So <laughs> they're unfuckable white dudes. So they just want to. They want. So they're slow with their thoughts all the time. They just want a big Let's release. Not be racist here. They don't work out, and so they just want to like all their energy goes into this mm-hmm. versus doing something else, being productive. As humans, the less productive we are, the more we get in our own heads and we start saying and making up shit. Next thing you know, we're all fucking crazy you know well i also don't think like people that believe in the conspiracy i don't think they're stupid i think they're bored yep i don't think it makes them stupid they could be super intelligent people that believe in this in stuff like that and that's fine if that's your thing it's just not mine i'm so skeptical on any and when i hear a new conspiracy theory or an old one someone brings up i roll my eyes and i'm like god damn it because to me it's like i'm i'm so skeptical i still like the idea of us being engineered though that conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. i mean i find some of them entertaining you can explain it like i think darwin's kind of shit falls through like we came out of the jungle so getting more constant exposure to uv rays right we start losing fur right so the person uh, and then so the person who's going to survive longest when you're not in a jungle anymore is going to be the person without the fur, right? They're not getting as hot. If you have too much fur and you, I guess you're in the heat, you're going to get overheat, right? So the woman picks the man with the less f- amount of hair on him, right? Because he's, he's the only one who's going to survive. And so people with less hair start fucking each other. And the other ones die off. They're overheating. And now you have people with less hair on them than they're us, right? So that's Darwin's thing. It's just... But then again, Darwin also said that everything's just chance, 
and the person who had some fucking weird gene that made them different that was beneficial, and the ones that didn't died off. And mm-hmm. then that one's... But it's weird that that theory was by Darwin, but it's like, well, that's not that. That's that's adapting. And he didn't believe in adaption, adapting. He said it was all chance and things that worked better survived. It's like, that's not fucking... That's adapting. That means more UV rays, now you're getting... You have less hair in your body... You're adapting to the environment, not just all by chance. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's all. I don't know. I mean, I'm just not smart enough to hold out, hold that together. Well, but no, I thought he was more about evolution. So like that guy's DNA evolved in a different way. So like, let's go with skin tone. You know, people that have a darker complexion could last, and you know, are better fit for being in areas that have a lot of sun yep it's just that those and the way that started is that you know those apes or whatever whatever you want to believe in their genes got passed on because the other ones moved away to somewhere where they can survive and they survived there because they had that specific gene they were evolved and something happened to them that for some reason that yeah, but so did it, did it respond to the environment or was it just chance? That's what I. That's my my question, because a lot of what Darwin says is it's just chance. There just happened to be in the Arctic one bear that came out all white, and it was a better hunter because it wasn't seen as well, and so it's the one that spread, and now it's all polar bears in those regions, right? Well, um, essentially, it is all chance because everything happened has to happen a certain way for that to happen. But it's just weird that something <laughs> happened to pop out that white in a snowy environment. Like, that sounds a right? lot like an adaptation to the environment versus it was just random chance that it came out all white and it fucking worked. Or bugs that you see in the Amazon forest that look just like another bug or like a plant or a leaf. It's like, well, that was just fucking chance. It looks just like that leaf. It looks like it evolved around that to survive as a survival mechanism. Um, you know, or, or, you know, or the aliens and fucking made, you know, like, the, like there's like a science project going on and aliens are making bugs look like trees and shit. Um, no, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I guess I don't understand enough of that. I'd have to maybe start, maybe when I graduate, I don't have any time right now. Like, <laughs> shit. But like the difference between like evolution and just chance. I don't know. I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, maybe. There's, there is a certain point where it is. A chance where you well yeah you can evolve, but like yeah it just happens to be like the situations were right, and that happened. Yeah, I I also think when it comes to like conspiracy theories or politics or even the whole COVID thing, people need to be really careful where they get their news from. Like, and I'm not talking about. CNN and Fox News and all that because we know that those are both swayed one way or the other. Um, I'm talking about like Facebook. People read shit on there. They think it's real. I deleted Facebook off my phone. I I didn't delete my profile, which I probably should, but I still have it. I I rarely use it. It just got ridiculous. It's really annoying. I still have it. I I like I'll post pictures of my kids and stuff on there so my family can see, but Hmm. but you have like this you have a lot of people and it's not just an older generation. I think it's mostly an older generation, but that they're reading shit on Facebook. They think it's true. They share it. Then their friends see it and they think it's real. And people need to be careful where they get their news about anything nowadays. It's dude, I haven't had Facebook in four years. I even, when I had, it, it was only for the gym. 
Yeah. Like, I'm liberated. Like, that's not something that's making your life better, by the way. No, and I mean, Instagram can be, have its bad things, too. I think it has, I think it's better than Facebook because it's yeah. more picture-based. Yeah. But you can still write whatever the fuck you want to under a picture. Um, and I, and don't get me wrong, social media is great, too. It's been good. We've connected with people to get them on this podcast and, and stuff like that through social media. And it gives people a way to keep in contact with people and all that, but it's got bad. And maybe it's not intended to be that way, but our human race, a bunch of idiots have taken taken it and turned it into something bad, I think, where you can read something that's completely not true and believe it's true, share it to someone, they're going to think it's I mean, true. They showed that like, Facebook and Instagram, right, are also swayed one way. They, they edit, I mean, sorry, they... they they censor a lot of shit yeah. on one for one side but not the other. And, oh yeah, but it's like think about Mark Zuckerberg. Like, I think we should. He's one of those I don't want to sound like people. an asshole, dude. But like, <laughs> I don't sound like an asshole. But this dude went straight from like his fucking dorm room. Next thing you know, he's a millionaire. Then he's a billionaire. Like, I don't think he ever really fucking grew up. Like, where does he? Where did he get his manhood from? He didn't because he's unfuckable. He is unfuckable. I don't want to sound like. Seen him? I guess. I guess saying stuff like that now makes me look like talk, uh, like I have toxic masculinity or something. I'm just saying, I don't think he's a man in any sense of the word. He went straight from being a kid to having money, which now says, "Oh, my opinion matters, and I, my, you know, what I do is is right. Like I can censor people. It's like you never really learned. Where'd you learn all that shit from? Like you, he never really learned real morals or values. Most likely, he, you know what I mean. He never really had to struggle struggle in his life. He went to a fucking nice school, and then dropped out and because of Facebook and all this like shit. Like I'm just saying, like he never really grew as a person. So I don't see him as a grown man. So why is he making decisions? Whatever you know? happened to Tom from MySpace? <laughs> right? Do you remember probably, that? He's probably working at Kinko. He was everybody's probably. friend, and there's no such thing as a Kinko. I don't think he was censoring people, <laughs> but no, I MySpace. the whole like censorship thing on on Instagram, Facebook, any of those, it is weird. I mean, there's people that I know Kevin and I both are into or we follow that have been heavily censored. Like that Mike Glover. Oh, yeah. He's one. Do you know who Mike Glover is? Mm-hmm. He's a former Green Beret Special Forces dude. And he started, first I think he started one called, uh, what's his company called? Like the Survival Stuff. Split uh, uh, my, uh, damn it. I follow it. I have their shit in my shopping cart, and I can't remember. But anyways, <laughs> he, he has, like, a, a whole company that does, like, survival stuff for whether it's in the mountains or wherever you are. It's just to help people survive and help help them to uh, learn how to fend for themselves if they need to. Like, all sorts of different things. Then he started another one recently over the past, like, couple years called American Contingency. And it was supposed to be another survival thing, but for people to band together and survive if something bad were to happen, something like that. Well, some big news outlet did an article on how he was trying to start a militia and how he's also racist. The dude's half Korean. He's half white, half Korean. And they were talking about he was linked to white supremacy. And I've heard him on a few podcasts talk about it. He says, that was not the goal. I was not trying to start a militia. I was trying to help people survive on their own. I'm all about planning and keeping your family safe but the government stuff wants like you that. to suck off their tits so they have control of you well either way so i, I know like <laughs> i'm not even gonna edit that out Jesus. Uh, that's our guest guys yeah, it had to happen so anyways uh but no but so this guy i've heard him on multiple podcasts talking about it and he he said i had no ill will to, i wasn't trying to do anything bad here and then like instagram took down 
a bunch of his pages without warning. They don't even give him a warning or anything. It's gone. He has like hundreds of thousands of followers, I guess. Yeah. People dictating what you can put on social media are the people with well, no fucking life experience. Which, yeah, the social media things, they are a private company. They can do whatever the fuck they want to. Yeah. But there's something called the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. It's a weird. You know, you can have freedom of speech as long as you're on the left, right? It's and and yeah, and I think most social media outlets and a lot of things lean more liberal, but also like Like I think I think you should let people voice their opinion unless they're dangerous, unless you're talking about killing people or things like that. Yeah, get get the fuck rid of them if they're if they're trying to do harm. But from what I know, and I don't know everything about what I was just talking about, I'm good at talking about shit, I don't know what I'm talking about, is that he wasn't trying to do anything bad, and they just got rid of all his shit. And I know his, whatever the one it was we can't remember, is back up. That page is back oh, up. Oh, good. Because it did get taken down, and he had 100,000 something, I think. Mm-hmm. And they just, gone. And then it is back up now, and I cannot think what it's called. And it's just for, like, survival stuff. Like, you can buy stuff through them, like... uh like uh, tourniquets and stuff like that, just to be prepared. But they were saying he was trying to start some militia and he's linked to white supremacy and stuff like that. It's it's a weird social media is a weird thing. It's got good and bad. I just censorship's a a scary thing. I think. But yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. Well, I guess we should probably wrap this up. Wrap it up. Wrap Always it up. wrap it up, kids. That's right. Unless you want babies. We don't need any more. Or STDs. We don't need any more kids. Breathing up on my air, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Just buy a dog. Benito, thank you for coming on and bullshitting with us. No problem. Anytime. Mm -hmm. But we do Mm -hmm. have, speaking of children, me and Kevin both have children inside the house. We should probably go tend to. Yep. Nah, man. They're old enough. (laughs) (laughs) They're old enough and my wife is dealing with them right now. Yeah. So we should probably get in there. But yeah. All right. So do you want people to, because I don't know if you know this, we have about like 1.2 million listeners this podcast. Oh, do you? Do you want everybody <laughs> to follow your Instagram? Yeah. Would everybody follow my Instagram, please? Thank you. At Benito Vargas. I don't I actually I, have no idea. I don't either. I'm going to look, I'm looking it up right now. God, honest truth. I have no idea. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, I never look at mine. I think mine's just my name too. I think I mine my is my name with a one at the end. My might be my name. Hang on. Exactly Let's sure. see. Let's see. There's not very interesting stuff on there, like whatsoever. You my post. It's literally at Benito Vargas. Yes. And your last that. your last post was Sean Con. You seem to just post shit and people die. Apparently, right? Sean Recently, Connery. it's been pretty depressing. <laughs> you got uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? Oh, that was another sad day. It was. I didn't. I didn't post the Kobe thing though. That was pretty upsetting. You've got. I missed that one. You got a picture of George Bush. He's still alive. Do I? Yeah, when we were in Austin. Oh yeah, we were at the Capitol. The old Bush. Good old yeah. Bush. Which, old Bush. It's so funny. He's like, oh, crazy Uncle George. Now everybody Uncle, misses him. Everybody misses the old Bush. <clears throat> You got pictures of when you were working out. We talked about everybody go check out Benito's Instagram. It's pretty good. Yeah. And by 1.2 million listeners, I mean like way less than that, but maybe one, one, I believe like 120. So it's so, it's somewhere in the hundreds. I think it's, it's hard. It's kind of hard to track. I know like our, our social media, we're getting a little following. We're over a hundred, but then for the actual listeners, that's kind of hard to track. I have some analytic stuff, but there, it's, it's going good. It's growing. So we're doing all right. Right on. Right on. So right on. If you want to follow Benito, follow him. Send him a dick pic. You know. Yeah. I'll take a dick pic. I'll give you a dick rating. I uh, charge you for it. People do that now. <laughs> and yeah. So I guess that's it. Right on. 
Anything else to say? Anything else to say? Yeah. Keep it black and beautiful. Keep it black and beautiful. Go Biden.